0: We are recording. No rush. No, also we didn't do a whole lot of like intro banter, which we normally do while the music's coming up.
1: Well, it's New Year, man. It's New Year, New Us. We're back, different this time. Like I mean, it's just it's
0: just me in here. You know, you know it's me different from you know it's different from last year that you you won't be able to see. But I have my own camera now. Oh, so I can cut why can't me. you
1: be on this TV in front
0: of me? Because I haven't wired it to do that.
1: You should be. How can I have you in the corner of the
0: Patreon? I I mean I I'm, I'm if you once you see the footage you'll see you'll see me. I'm oh. in full frame. You're like cutting. Yep little peek behind the curtain. Well, I'm not going to see it. I'm just going to put
1: (laughs) a thing on the beginning of it.
0: Literally. A thing on the uh, end of it. A peek behind the curtain. That's sexy. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, God damn
1: it, you know what it is. It's another episode of Teach These Devils, back after a long hiatus, out of an abundance of caution. It's like, no, we just fucking, we need, sometimes you got to take a Brizzy, and then sometimes you're like, that Brizzy was good, and you're like, let's fucking, you know what, let's take another Brizzy.
0: Yeah, and during, it feels good. During the downtime, I got canceled. You
1: did? I did. You got to go away to come back, Daddy. That's right. You know. So that's, and we're here. It's just me, your boy James O'Brassfield, sitting here today. Of course, it's not just me. Of course, Jeremy's in the back, back there running shit. We, as always, are coming to you live from the Gold Knox, of which he is the paterfamilias. Jeremy, hello. Hello. What's up? Ones and twos. Yeah, I mean, and everyone was asking me. I've been doing some shows this year, and everyone's like, when's the program coming back? When CC's Devil's coming back? Well, here it is, goddammit, and it's in uh, in in line and in congruence with fucking Black History Month, of course. Um, black History Month is very important to me as a black man, important to this program as a black piece of art. And frankly, uh, would you th- we were going to come in on the first. That's not even nearly black culture enough, so we came in right now. When the fuck we felt like it? We were on break. We were relaxing. We had our fucking feet up and our Nikes being shined by a fucking white man and a white woman serving us popcorn and little cheese bread balls. It was dope. But we're here. Um, And Black History Month, I re- I feel like... Jeremy, do you know the origin of Black History Month? I
0: don't, actually. Me either. And I feel like that's that's actually a problem. I feel like if they try to teach me that in school like the history of black history black month history, and what the history really of hap- black history yeah and then what really happened during slavery uh I think it would turn me gay. <laughs> uh, I think that's that's like that's like uh make a, you oh, want to cuck yourself. That's like OAN's argument always. They're like i try trying to teach people your kids what happened in slavery during It's been Black History Month and it's going to turn your children gay.
1: You know, that brings up a a great point about uh, history in general in America. It's like as a student, which we all were at some point, even at the college level, I feel like there's a real fucking wool over the eyes approach to American history. And it's like, why? why? If you're ashamed of that stuff, why aren't we facing it? Most of you are Catholics. I mean, (laughs) it's just once you fucking, once Ike repents to fucking his his preacher, pastor guy, it's all over with. I feel like as Americans, we have a lot of stuff to do to fucking stop with the bullshit. One, all the fucking crazy, over the top, overreaction, overcorrections. Two, take a look at your fucking selves. All of us especially after everything we've been through for the past two years, including uh, the pandemic, the lockdowns. bet you forgot about those. Fucking, and let me remind you, teach these devils, it was about this time two years ago we told you the shit was coming down to fucking wrecking with your fucking ass, and it came and it fucking is still here, I guess. But that's another story for another day. But Black History Month is more than, just learning about fucking the guy who made the stoplight and peanut butter and all that bullshit it's about uh taking the shortest month of the year to reflect on what black people have contributed to society which is often overlooked and uh more often than not fucking thrown in the trash true yeah and i don't know we got to we got to share it with the fucking presidents we got to share it with fucking white women which is really black history where would we be without white women? Black, black history and white women go hand in hand so well, um, but maybe that's just me thinking that. And where would we be without either either of the two? Well, there would be no mulattoes, that's for sure. Yep. You never it never goes the other way, you know. What do you mean, black girl, white guy? Oh, right. That's like shunned. That's like frowned upon. It's always white girl, black guy.
0: I, I wish it went the other
1: way around. Well, I bet you do, but you're not white. Don't stop trying to that's, claim it just to get our women. now. To... That's true. <laughs> you saw, I learned it watching you. Trying to buy my bitch off of me for some beads. That's right. <laughs> what
0: the fuck? It was a good deal, too. You you're me, welcome.
1: You gave me a sachet of corn and fucking beautiful rocks for a black girl.
0: Yeah, and you're welcome. It was such a good deal, and you just didn't, you walked away from it. Dominic Robinson's worth more than that, I got to beep that out. Fuck.
1: (laughs) Actual woman. Shout out to you, Tim. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ah, fuck. No, but yeah, uh, Black History Month. I feel like I'm going to do a little bit more. Can you look it up and see, like, what the origin of it was? Like, when did it start officially? We all know George Washington Carver. We all know all kinds of shit. I watched this thing recently, actually, Jeremy, that Bill Cosby did called uh, Black History Borrowed, Stolen, or Stealed, or something Stolen, something like that. And it's from, like, 1968, and it's Bill Cosby talking to uh, America about black culture. And it's fucking very disturbing, given his history, but—well, his present, but, yeah, it was— uh, that was a, check that out if you can. It's on YouTube. If you can stomach Cosby for over an hour, it's actually a great lesson in black history. Um, black History Month. In 1926, Woodson initiated the first Negro History Week on February 7th to celebrate and raise awareness of black history. And in 1976, uh, said Texas A&M Afro-American history professor Albert Bussard, this turned into a month-long celebration and it was renamed Black History Month. Okay. So the 20s It's about as old as grocery stores, which is when we got fat and stupid. Uh, So it started as a week in the 20s. And in 1976, uh, which is almost eight years after the signing of the Civil Rights Act, uh, Black History Month was coined in Texas. At Texas A&M University. Texas, ironically, uh, the reason for the newest black holiday, Juneteenth, when slavery ended, they were like, fuck you. It ain't over down here. We got cattle to run. Or whatever the fuck they were doing. What do you even grow in Texas? Wheat? You can grow wheat? I don't know. Fuck it. I, don't know. I think sure. they grow guns. <laughs> <laughs> they grow snakeskin boots. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean... A lot of bad. I'm from here, you know. I don't know shit. Well, I I do spend some time down south. I have spent time down south, and it's nice. Like if you're leaving, you know, like because it's early in the morning and there's like a haze rolling in on these fucking like weird trees in the background, and it looks beautiful. Looks nice. (sighs) I wouldn't want to stay there. Everyone just has propane in their backyard in a big fucking tank.
0: It's crazy, dude. It's very wild. Well, water. You ever had well water? Yeah, it smells like eggs. It does. That's the ground. That's what earth smells like. It smells like shit. Oh God. That's wild.
1: But yeah, oh my god, Black History Month. Observed for fifty-two years. <laughs> my mom's older than fucking Black History Month, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have a single person in my family that's like one of my mom's relatives or something, that fucking <laughs> is older than Black History Month. I cannot fucking believe it. One, my my uncle, who is my cousin, I guess, who's like an older cousin that I just call an uncle. It was his 80th birthday. Shout out to you, Uncle Cat. This motherfucker was 80 years old, (laughs) but he's only he's 29 years older than Black History Month. He could have been Black History Month's fucking dad. He could have came up with the shit. (laughs) It's insane. Negro Week. That and let me let me hear one of you fucking motherfuckers say something about Negro Week. Let me hear you uh, fix your mouth to fucking form the words <laughs> Negro Week around me. I will fucking have you. Negro Week, the precursor to Black History Month was created in 1926, like we said, uh February 12th, blah blah blah. This week was chosen because it coincided with the birthday of Abraham Lincoln, white. on February 12th, and that of Frederick Douglass, Valentine's Day, February 14th. So when you didn't get your bitch nothing for Valentine's Day, be like, what? You didn't give anything? What, on Frederick Douglass Day? What did you do for him?
0: That's right.
1: What have you done for Frederick (laughs) Douglass? You remember that Chappelle joke, Juicy Smoothie, Frederick (laughs) Douglass? That was nice. Yeah, it
0: was funny. Uh,
1: going forward, this is from Wikipedia. If a race has no history, it has no worthwhile tradition. It becomes a negligible factor in the thought of the world, and it stands in danger of being exterminated. Damn. That's actually really poignant.
0: Then he gives a shout-out to the Hebrews.
1: he says, shout-out to these Jew boys. (laughs) No, and he goes into the American Indian. The American Indian left... No continuous record. He did not appreciate the value of tradition, and where is he today? The Hebrew keenly appreciated the value of tradition and is assessed by the Bible itself. In spite of worldwide persecution, therefore, he is a great factor in our civilization. A lot of uh, gendered language there, but uh, I think what uh, this gentleman is trying to say is that it's important to have a history, and at the end of the day, fucking 52 years into Black History Month, fucking 20 years of my life, 20 years before I was even a thought, Black History Month was conceived in 1976, and fucking to this day, right now, I don't know my real last name. And I'd guarantee it's not Brassfield. You know what I mean? So Black History Month for me really makes me feel like uh, introspective. It makes me feel vulnerable. And it makes me feel like unless the CIA is trying to kill me, I'm really failing as a black person. I told my I told my mom the other day I was my mom's always so worried about me, and you know like as a person that's our age, there's a lot of shit that comes with that it's like because we're staring down the barrel of a fucked up economy, and we always have been, and we're fucking behind the block a lot of us like most of us don't own homes, a lot of us are fucking uh you know just still feeling like kids, I guess I don't know, but it's and we're old, we're getting older, and uh it's hard to keep your fucking your shit together when you are looking at people doing better than you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but when I when I think about that that kind of shit in Black History Month, I feel like I start to get depressed, man. I feel like every time there was someone who was doing good for anyone, not just black people, but for the country and all of us as Americans in general, trying to stop us from becoming fucking Facebook. What we are on Facebook.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, I feel the same way about Native Americans, cause just because we're an endangered species at this point. Because, I mean, how many Native Americans do you know? Uh, the only two I know are in this room. Yeah, so it's tough. Yeah, I mean, at least they
1: didn't kill all of us. I mean, maybe if you guys had been stronger.
0: <laughs> yeah, or, uh, <laughs> this, I feel like this guy took quite a, ja- a jab at us, like... The Native Americans didn't keep records. They didn't. And where are they? And where is he today? And it's like, well, how are we going to keep records? Yeah. Now, honestly, I feel like, like
1: the fact that we have so much technology, like I feel like it's just as good as not keeping any records. If like something, if a meteorite fucking hit the Earth right now, how many books would survive? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what would there be left? I bet they'd be like, "What the fuck is this shiny disc? Must <laughs> yeah. have been some sort of information storage. Too bad it's basically primitive. Like, whoever finds us is not going to be fucking able to put a CD into the spaceship, dog meat. Yeah, you know they're I mean? not
0: going to have the technology. They're not try-
1: They're not going to have fucking uh, pin connectors to fucking fire up our old hard drives mm-hmm. and see the wealth of knowledge that we've accumulated as a civilization, as a- and as a and as a class of fucking. Being human beings, dude, we've done some amazing shit. Name name another culture that went to the fucking moon. You know what I mean? Name another species that went to the fucking moon. Just human beings have done that shit. Name another species to catch water on fire. Yeah, as far as we know, right? I mean, as far as we know. And think about it. We've been along. We've been around a long fucking time. So long that we're like, oh shit, what did these motherfuckers mean when they were carving this shit on these rocks? And so long, we anticipate our, our influence being around so long. There used to be a program when we gave a shit about what we were going to do with nuclear waste uh, to try and make a sign, like a symbol that was like, yo, don't come over here. That would last for thousands of years, for like hundreds of thousands of years. Because radioactive waste has like a half-life of like fucking 40,000 years or some shit. So you're like, all right, what, well, people probably won't even speak English in 40,000 years. I wonder what the fuck like, we're going to be dealing so they tried to come up with a sign that was like basically said like avoid this fucking area. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, what other what other civilization has given a senile old man the most powerful position in the world? I mean, pretty much every Indian civilization had done that. No, they weren't senile old men at that point. You don't when, know they, that. when they when they became Romans, chiefs.
1: Romans did that. The,
0: the, those weren't but they was they weren't elected. <sighs> But they're still crazy.
1: Like I don't like crazy's crazy. I don't care what the fuck year it is. You know what I mean? It's like this motherfucker didn't even go to the well today. He's shitting all over his diaper that we wear. You yeah. know, like you know when people are crazy, no matter when it is. I feel like crazy and pussy have no age limit on them, forward or backwards. <laughs> You're always affected by them both. Yeah, they all stink. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> During a hiatus, I watched a lot of stuff. Just because you know, as a comedian, like you want to go out into the world, and that's been kind of fucking. It's been hit and miss for me, honestly. It's easier to stay at home. Yeah. Even though now I'm like I'm sick of being at home. I can't work from home anymore. That shit. If you're working from home, fucking. Give your give a friend your gun or something. Like don't yeah don't have it with you. I I was like oh dope. We get to work from home. This will be so sick. All I got to do is like chill. I get to fucking like sit around, kick it. No, buddy. Working from home is such a drain on your fucking whole existence in life. I can't, it's not, for some people, they excel. And I did get a lot of stuff done. But, like, once I did that, I was like, fuck. I felt like I was just trapped in my living room. You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking.
0: Yeah, but then when you're, like, posed to, like, to do something, you don't want to go anywhere either. So Of
1: course, yeah. You're like, I just got off of work. I'm, this is the shortest commute I've ever had, and I'm fucking exhausted. You know what I mean? You try and keep it fucking moving, but yeah, working from home is just not for your boy. But I watched The Critic. I watched so much shit, like in the hiatus, not just, not while I was working from home, I was working. But. Did you watch Billions? I used to watch Billions. Um, no, what is that? Is that the Showtime one?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch Billions. It's and such a I strange stopped. show because like, it combines. Like my two least favorite things in the world, like the ultra Paul rich. Giamatti,
1: and, <laughs> and then, no, that,
0: that's the saving grace of it. Uh That's why I started watching it because it's got Paul Giamatti, and I was like, it can't be that bad. What
1: about the other? What about the the guy who plays Axelrod, Damian Frost? He's all right. That dude's the shit. He was the shit in fucking uh, uh uh Band of
0: Brothers, dude. Was he? Oh yeah, that's right. He was in Band of Brothers. Yeah, he plays the dude who was alive still. Yeah, was all he? He plays there. a very good like uh anti-hero Yeah, Damien Lewis, I think, right? I forget his name. I think it's Damien Lewis. He's fucking he's a
1: fire actor though. I've been a huge fan of his work ever since uh I caught an episode of
0: He was in uh Band
1: of Brothers after Sex in the City.
0: He was in uh Homeland too, right?
1: I never watched Homeland. And like I used to work with this dude who everyone thought was a dickhead. And uh, apparently, he was a huge fan of Homeland, and he would, like, recommend it to people. Like, it was the only thing that humanized him. He would be, like, recommending the show, and he's like, like "I, I I'd never had a problem with the dude because I don't give a fuck about anyone. That, like, <laughs> right? So it's like, yeah, I don't care. Like, whatever, nothing you can say can affect me. But like, <laughs> or no, no behavior you can turn towards me will make me feel any way. I will just fucking lash out in vengeance well, at I, you in the best way possible. The news
0: always is trying to, like, Portray human beings or people that we, we hate the ultra rich and we hate the government. Yeah, and i don't, I mean, and yet billions is a hit TV show that combines the two: the ultra rich and the government. Yeah, wrong. So it's an interesting show because Paul Giamatti's character, who's supposed to be like the you know the straight laced politician yeah. f- slash FBI uh agent or whatever working for the justice department uh he has like all these like uh you know he's like into bondage and then they paint the rich billionaire as this like you know um faithful family man so it's kind hmm. of funny that you'd think it would be reversed right it, that would be the easiest way to write it but it it is it's flipped yeah which is pretty cool I feel like that's true to life as well.
1: I agree. It's like, why else would I fucking ab- avoid my family at all costs? <laughs> to get so rich that they are become terrible people, of course. Yeah. Like, I want my wife to be a fucking bitch. <laughs> I want her to be like, get out of my face, you motherfucker, shit. No, oh, that's terrible. I mean, you know, I just want someone to love me. Um, Moving forward... This twisted tea is not. It doesn't taste the same. I must have COVID or something, dude.
0: It feels weird. I'm feeling the same thing about this sugar-free Red Bull. Don't taste right. It, yeah, it started to taste a little weird. But uh, you know, it's funny too. Like now that things are like opening back up, and yeah, to lift restrictions, and it's like taking masks off. Yeah, it's you know when you're posed to like go somewhere you're like I don't really want to do that. I don't want to go anywhere. Like my new like now that I don't drink anymore, my new addiction is like just I want to stay home and I want to watch as much TV as, as I possibly, yeah, as possible and play games on my phone. With because it, it's like it's the same it's the same difference. Like I don't feel anything.
1: When you when you go out, you don't feel anything?
0: No, when I do when I do that, when I watch TV and I just play games on my phone. I mean Whenever I, I I feel like there's a fine
1: line when it comes to, like, phone zoning, which is what I call it. Like, sometimes you just want to zone the fuck out, and you get some game on your phone that's mindless, where you just, like, move some dude back and forth mining fucking minerals on the moon, and you fucking just do that. And, like, I do it to fall asleep sometimes, but, or, like, if I'm taking a shit and want to feel like I'm doing something productive, like, which I feel like is a huge trap that I fall into it's like playing a game isn't productive for shit. But like if I'm taking a shit, I'll end up in there for like an hour fucking around on this goddamn game. Right. And it's like I I remember a time when I deleted all the games off of my phone and didn't play them. And uh it wasn't a happy time in my life. You
0: know what or mean? it's kind of funny, which like I'd rather instead of doing all the errands and all the things that I gotta do, I'd rather watch hours of television of watching like Larry David run around doing his errands, <laughs> you know.
1: I know exactly what you mean. Like, I feel like there's a difference. The difference between watching TV and playing phone games, though, is, like, if you're watching TV, it feels like you're doing something because you're invested in it, you're trying to pay attention to it. But then in the same same vein, sometimes you'll have some shit on that's just background shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like there's, like, especially... Uh, like shows like it's always sunny. Where like the the main characters are not likable. It's easy to just put that on in the background, right? And just do whatever you want to do. Play your phone games. Fucking, I I took up cross crostic
0: recently. And The storylines aren't hard to follow. You yeah, know what it's, I mean? It's super predictable. It's
1: super easy. It's fucking. It's it's like it's just like turning your brain off almost.
0: That's why I love so much about Thirty Rock. Like, oh yeah, it's a good balance between like. Heavy, like really heavy uh, storyline. Yeah. But but if you don't want to really pay attention to the storyline, it's not hard to catch up to what's oh, yeah. happening. Dude, Thirty Rock is just so good. It's a
1: masterful piece of television art. And, like, I feel like I always give myself the excuse I'm watching all this stuff because I've want to. i always wanted to be, like, a filmmaker. I have, like, ideas to, like, at least write some screenplays and stuff like that. And, goddammit, I've done my fucking 10,000 hours of fucking TV for sure. Yeah. And for fucking certain. Apparently, if I want to get good at it, all I have to do is uh, drink more and or get into woodworking.
0: Or actually just write. (laughs) Yes. That was Rich, the other
1: thing. I yeah. said I wanted to write at least two spec scripts this year for some shit. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how to do that, but that that'll that's my, my little goal for myself. I'm gonna try and do that. Like mm-hmm. okay, it's a new year, new me. Like some and also speaking of that, new year new me, here on TC Devils, You might have noticed by now, of course, that none of the boys are here. It's just me, your boy James O'Brassfield and Jeremy, the paterfamilias of the Ox, sitting back there in the booth. And uh we're doing a different format. We're gonna bring the guests back. Uh the guests will probably just be me and uh, me and the guest or me and Wilson and the guest. We're gonna bring uh some more side meat in, me and the R man talking crazy about fucking wild conspiracies. If you're into that. Uh we'll have all the conspiracies. Don't forget, T.C.'s Devils is the only podcast to accurately predict the lockdowns. Take that to the to the bank and cash that motherfucker. Um also Wilson is back, motherfucker. Wilson is fucking back off of his weird schedule and he will be available when we do our normal recording. So you're gonna be hearing a lot more of the condor again. So it's like I said, new year, new us. Uh still the same old TC devil still talking that same cash bullshit, but maybe this year we're gonna point it uh, a little more at what we're doing. I don't know. Fucking we'll see. Yeah,
0: like I said, Black History Month. We're still technically on. I'll break. Which is good, because we need an adult in the room. (laughs) We need Wilson back.
1: Wilson does keep us from saying gross shit and or things that are wrong and inappropriate. But, I mean, honestly... (laughs) We, we say it all the time when we do say shit that's, like, weird and inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> that this is a satire of ideas that idiots would find hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and don't forget that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty woke, I guess. Like, as woke as, like, a, an adult man wearing this shirt could be that, like, could actually chop some fucking wood. You know what I'm saying? I will chop wood, motherfucker. I don't play games.
0: Yeah, I, I'm a, a progressive democratic communist, I think. <sighs> so. Give me your fucking lunch money and the keys to your house. Okay. All right. That's communism, baby.
1: <laughs> Give me the keys. Here Give me we a bunch of okay. the keys to your fucking house. Jeremy, my- I went and got uh, my first fucking paid haircut today. I paid for a haircut today from a barber shop for the first time ever.
0: It really is new new you, new year.
1: Yeah, I've never, like, in my 30-plus years in this fucking life, my mom is a professional cosmetologist. She's always cut my hair, or I've cut it, or I've let it grow and straightened it and done weird shit to it. But I've been on my natural journey for the past almost three, four, five years now, and it feels good. But I just went and got a paid, stylized haircut. And I look good. It looks like my mom did it. It's yeah, good. it's real good. I appreciate that, Uh, but, like, I couldn't believe that, like, how many people were there first. It was a full room of fucking just dudes getting white dudes, getting their haircut to look like they were in the fucking Hitler Youth, ironically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's the haircut they give me every time I go in there. Ran into Leah. Leah M., shout out to you. She caught me fucking going to get one of them pricey haircuts. Uh, and she said, Are You gonna get one of them fancy haircuts? I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said <laughs> she's the one who coined the term. It looks like a – we call it the Hitler youth cut because huh. like everyone that comes out of there
0: looks like they're in the fucking HJs. That's funny.
1: <laughs> and I was, I
0: was like, yeah. She's like, oh I no, the- James Earl Brassfield himself is being gentrified. Even me, right? But
1: ironically, like, I'll get to that even more. Like, it's at it's in a part of town that's like you know, known for being the G fide. I'm not going to say the name of because I like the guy who does it. He's a cool, dude. Yeah. But fucking, um, and I respect all hairdressers. Like I said, my mom was, is was a professional cosmetologist. Did we mention and teacher? I didn't say. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, I didn't say. Which I I don't know. You know, I don't want to. We can bleep anyone. it out if uh... I did. Well, I could bleep it out, but I'm not going to because I didn't say. it. <laughs> I didn't say it either. But good. Don't say it. Uh, but I, I mean. Maybe if they were a sponsor of the program, which is, I'm, we're trying to get sponsors. So if you fuck with the show and you're up and coming Clevelander and you want to fucking give us some coin, give it to me. I will mention you and I won't use your products. Anyway, like I said, I got this fucking haircut. And uh, never, ever in my long lugged life paid money for a haircut. And I got to say, I've never had a dude cut my hair either. It was a whole day of firsts for me. Didn't feel any, as a black man on Black History Month in a barbershop. Filled with whites. I was like, holy shit. I feel like I, I was, like, fucking it up. I felt like I should talk more. I felt like I was moving too much. You know what I mean? Like, because I've never, every haircut experience has been, like, a family thing for me. I've never had had it be transactional. But, God damn it, it was nice. It was very nice. Yeah, you look good, too. Thank you so much. Yeah, I just, the trick is, Jeremy, you just got to get, you know when you get the hairs that are real prickly on the back of your neck? Yeah, those are my favorite. The fucking women love that. They feel like they're petting a cat or something. They go fucking crazy. They just fucking cream their jeans. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's a gift. It Feels good to get scratched there too. Like I'm a human dog. Hmm. Uh. Hmm. Oh yeah. No, but no. I'm just saying. I I had a great time. Shout out to them. If I did not say your name, but you know who you are. Uh, and fucking man. Hate to say it, my mom's fucking fired. <laughs> I was like, shit, this was dope. Your mom lost another job to a white man. Lost a job to a white man with fucking a sick curly Q mustache. It's like, damn, son. But yeah, it really knocked it out too. I was like, golly. Took care, of, like, I have like a little, the way that I wear my hair gets a little funny in the back. Sometimes I have like a little shelf or a tail almost. My shit is handled, bro. I'm looking good.
0: You know, something to hold on to.
1: <laughs> it's not enough.
0: It's just enough to hurt. <laughs> you look like I'm just, I'm a young Jedi in training. Do we have any feel left? I don't think so. Any feel? Yeah. What do you mean? You said because it hurts. I can feel. Oh, all right. I feel that. Prove it, pussy. <laughs> <See?
1: laughs> <laughs> it's inappropriate. In Spoop. See, where's, where's Wilson?
0: Spoop. That's right. We need our, we need, yeah, uh, I just said we were going to change, bitch. I didn't actually mean it, just like your <laughs> little boyfriend. <laughs> we, we say her and then we would immediately revert back to old ways, right? God, yeah. And then they say things like, uh, actions speak louder than words. And yeah. then we're like, well, actually,
1: I like to take action on your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> boop. and then I'll fucking boop with consent. Respectfully, respect. <laughs> respect. That's my favorite. That people are adding respectfully on shit now because
0: we're good boys.
1: People are adding respectfullys on top of it. terrible shit. I'd like to punch your butt respectfully. <laughs> not cool, bros. Let's not fuck this up. All right. Yeah,
0: and let's not overcorrect it either. Honestly, it's uh, it's the uh, the male version of literally. <laughs> respectfully. Respectfully. Speaking of the male version, um,
1: well, I was uh, not speaking of the male version. I got my haircut, and of course, it was dope because
0: uh, Jeremy, you were saying that you, when you get your haircut, you like it to be by a woman? I do, but I've been going to a man lately, and it's no difference. Yeah, they're both skilled professionals. I mean, it doesn't matter. I feel like it costs me more with a man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
1: that's one of the rare things where it's like, uh, men get fucking like they're like, oh, I don't want some fucking dude to cut my hair. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's more common than like people are like, oh, this chick knows how to cut my hair.
0: I, I like him too because he uh, he's like this old punk rock guy. So he tells me like all this like old punk whispers punk it, rock history. Whispers it in your ear while he's yeah. cutting your
1: hair. You know, I met Iggy Pop. He's like Joy Ramon. Joey Ramone. Joey Ramone was he a fucking my girlfriend. He fucked her right in front of me. <laughs> He's whispering to you.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, you ever heard of D.D. D.D. Dee, Dee, Dee Ramone? <laughs> yeah.
1: I fucked him. <laughs> what are you doing after this? I thought he was a girl. Thought he was a very ugly girl, and that was I my found, thing. When I found out he
0: wasn't, I didn't stop. Hey, you ever heard?
1: Of, it's like it's <laughs> punk rock AMSR videos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. You ever uh, you ever been to CBGB? Before they tore it down, it's amazing. And then I, he switches uh, the side, the side of my ear. <laughs> I uh, was born there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was born during a Talking headset set. CBGB, seventy-one. Uh, Blondie actually was my. Uh, uh, what's that shit? Doula. doula <laughs> Lipa. Blondie was Blondie was my Dua Lipa. <laughs> Dua Lipa is now a doula. <laughs> Do my doula, Dua Lipa. What if Dua Lipa started helping people give birth? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, at least ASMR.
1: Dude, she's got like when she got that Grammy, she got fucking so nasty. Like she's like now she's almost unrecognizable. They're like doing her bad girl transition, like Billie Eilish.
0: I know, it's fantastic. Billie
1: Eilish finally put like a right size shirt on them big heaven titties of hers. Oh shit, that's problematic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pause for editing
1: and pause. You know, Jeremy. Uh, since I just <laughs> fucked up and said
0: just uh, you know sexualized a woman, God forgive me. Which we're trying to be, we're trying to be better about it. But you know, we're uh, we're a bunch of horny toads. You know what I mean? We are. We're gross. I'm sorry that I sexualized Billie
1: Eilish because. But somebody's got to. <laughs> <laughs> All night long, motherfucker. <laughs> on Valentine's Day in that ass.
0: Respectfully. Respectfully.
1: <laughs> with consent and
0: understanding. Um,
1: it's wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. You know I mean, what, God know, damn it, man. You Frankly. want to hear something funny I said during stand up, uh, that like I really got the audience to pull back on me with? No. Uh, so, uh <laughs> what, what was it? Oh no, I'm over it. I don't want to say it now. You're gonna say it, bitch. I was talking about how when uh when a woman slinks into a man's room in the middle of the night, that's like a sexy scenario. Uh huh. But if a man does that to a woman, he's cosby. That's Cosby. Yep. Yeah. Well, like, actually, Cosby sometimes didn't have these jokes—apparently, the sometimes these jokes write themselves.
1: He, Cosby didn't have to slunk; he just more had to like put the bitch down wherever he was going <laughs> to do it at, because he was drugging the fuck out of them. I bet Bill Cosby still has Quaaludes somewhere. I'm sure, and I bet that he's really lonely for friends. <laughs> and this seems like a great way for your boy to know what the '80s were really like, Bill Cosby. If you listen. <laughs> First of all, but, fuck you. Yeah, tell us where you keep the. Secondly, leads. I'd like to have one of your quaaludes, if possible. Um, not for not to not give to, to, give give to, to a woman. Yeah. No, I'm going to use them the right way, like the dude from Wolf of Wall Street. Respectfully, respectfully, and not drive my car. Could you imagine driving on a drug like that? No. I don't even know what it does. Like, what the fuck do I mean, like that? But like, uh, quaaludes' brief history. We're, we we have barely touched any of the topics that we wrote down, which makes me feel good. But quaaludes were invented by an Indian doctor to calm down housewives. Calm them down so much that Bill Cosby <laughs> could fucking do whatever he wanted to them without consent, which is
0: wrong. it's bad news. And I feel. I, do you feel like I mean, that I'm almost too calm? He's too good at his job. <laughs> Is there anything cold about us that can fix? (laughs) Sick fuck, dude. It's too cold. If you
1: haven't listened to the podcast Chasing Cosby, listen to that. That'll blow your fucking wake back. He's a gross motherfucker. And I hate that, like, he got the fuck out of jail. Bill Cosby is out. Don't forget, he's chilling right now at home. And his wife, I think, is still with his ass.
0: We took a, a bad turn during Black History Month. We
1: took the fucking L on Cosby, bro. Yeah. It's sad. I mean, but you guys still got fucking Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <We> <laughs> Jerry,
1: pull up fucking uh, pull up this bitch named Karina from um, uh, *Handmaid's Tale*. Let's talk about Amy Coney Barrett's ass, and let's talk about the Supreme Court. Joe Biden promised before he was uh, president to, if he could, nominate a, a black woman for the Supreme for the Supreme Court, which is pretty dope. And if you know anything about black women, they're not going to put up with none of their fucking bullshit. They're going to fucking tell them about themselves. They're going to tell them where to go and what to do when they get there, which is exactly what the fuck this country needs finally. I'm I'm on board with the right candidate for the job, of course. But uh Amy Coney Barrett's ass is yeah. Uh Amy Coney Barrett's fucking bitch ass is uh, if if you're watching us on on the fucking what's it called thing the Patreon, you can see her now. Amy Coney Barrett is uh, correction.
0: Amy Vivian Coney Barrett.
1: Amy Vivian Vivian Coney Barrett. Amy
0: Vivian. I feel, I feel like the Vivian part is uh, been appropriated. Vivian.
1: Yeah. She's no Aunt Viv. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This bitch is uh basically. What some people are saying now, uh, Trump obviously put in a lot of Supreme Court justices. The beer drinking Brett Kavanaugh, and this bitch right here, who people were like, "Oh, she seems like," and then you realize that she's like a crazy Christian, like adopting all these people and shit. Do you have the picture of Karina from fucking The Handmaid's Tale? Um, I, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but I want to do the meme where I put. This bitch, Serena. I'm sorry, it's Serena.
0: Oh, so oh, I know what you're talking about.
1: Mm Serena from Handmaid's Tale. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that meme where it's like, uh, I already did the one with Bill Cosby where I said, This, I'm gonna tell my kids, this is Tom Hanks and was a picture of Bill Cosby. I'm gonna do this one where it's uh, a picture of Karina. This, that one's probably the first one. And I'm I'm gonna say, (laughs) This is Amy. I'm gonna tell my kids, This is Amy Coney (laughs) Parrot. Actually, that'll probably be the fucking the picture for this episode. And because controversy is super good for you. I don't know if you guys heard about Joe Rogan. But yeah, fucking fuck that bitch. Uh, Fuck the Supreme Court in general. Who told you motherfuckers I wanted to obey any laws in the first place? frankly and who said that you could decide what happens to anyone you fucking old fucks get the fuck out of my face with your dumb shit i got i got a supreme court it's i got a supreme court right here in the fucking in the fucking chamber of my motherfucking gun bitch how about I said, that i said listen here jack <laughs> now listen up jack i'm not going to put up with none of your bullshit Amy Coney Barrett's husband is probably the dude who needs the next topic that I wanted to bring up so bad because he's disgusted by her. And obviously his dick doesn't work or her pussy's broken or something, which doesn't make her any less of a woman or say anything about her as a person. But, I mean, hey, I wish that she was fucking adopting white kids. I don't want fucking black kids do growing up around that fucking monstrous bitch. She's probably scaring them at night drinking their blood. Um, but... Her husband definitely probably needs what I've been calling in my journey, Jeremy. I call it spinach, much like I'm Popeye the Sailor Man, and I need just a quick pick-me-up before I do some dastardly feat. Uh, I take a little spinach, my friend. Are you
0: familiar with this uh,
1: term that I'm using, spinach?
0: I, I, well, I learned right before the we went to record. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's very thoughtful of James. He's a tender lover
1: yeah man it's like and, and you know it's like uh i i didn't realize until i had this incident where i couldn't uh i was having a trouble and uh and i asked some friends uh, some co-workers and a couple of guys even some gentlemen from this program and i says to him i says guys are you guys you guys ever had like a need for any let's call it spinach and these motherfuckers are all of them looked me in my face. Everyone I asked looked me in my face, and looked at me like I was a fucking schmohawk for not juicing this whole goddamn time.
0: Yeah, I, I, everyone's we all juiced. We all we're all doing it. I'm pissed, frankly. Why didn't anyone tell me this was
1: happening? I know there's some people that were like, "Oh yeah, I'm juicing," but they were ha- they were going through it, man. And then some shit just hit me, and I was you know I was like, "Oh my god, I can't." do the thing
0: It was your uh, sammy sosa moment I couldn't, Jose fulfill my, yeah, I couldn't
1: fulfill my biological imperative in a sammy sosa way and i said to myself i says the fuck kid am i gonna have to start taking the fucking rogaine now too what's next so i tried it out man i tried out the the joint the joint bills and that shit fucking works dog I didn't even ask my doctor if I was healthy enough for sexual activity beforehand. (laughs) That shit just worked, cuz. The first time I took it, I was, like, scared, though. Like, I took, like, a little tester
0: and jerked off (laughs) just to see if it worked. Because I didn't want to get embarrassed, you know? Wearing your uh, watch, so this way, like, if your heart rate goes up. It's like, hey, you're fucking dying. Yeah. I just got my Apple Watch back, actually, from my girlfriend. Who fucking stole it
1: from me for, like, two years. I just got it back. You know where it was? Where was it? It was in a, in, in a toiletries bag that we took on vacation, dead as a fucking doornail. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks for using my... Thanks. You're not even going to use it. Now I can coordinate color coordinate my shit to my fucking little shirts and stuff. I'm feeling good about myself, God damn it. I got kumquat on right now on my shit, and it matches my stripes perfectly. Feels good to be a gangster, don't it?
0: Too good. I got to take a break. I got to go use the restroom.
1: Well... You heard him, man. He's got to pee. Sometimes he pees, and sometimes, you know, he's got needs. But when we come back, we're going to talk about World War III. Feet guys, Joe Rogan in the Olympics. We'll be right back.
0: Did you make that hat? Pardon? Did you make your hat? No. Gross stitches. and
1: closes. <laughs> closes. What is it? It's like pictures.
0: Oh. You make pictures with thread. That's it's pretty, cool. it's pretty dope. I'm it still in the first
1: one I ever did.
0: What does it say, like, uh...
1: It doesn't say anything. It's actually the Milkmaid, the famous you make, painting. You should make, milk ones maid. that say things. I was gonna, like, you can make your own. I was gonna do, like, Apollo mission patches. Or say, uh,
0: say, like, uh, fuck you. I can do that. And sell them on Etsy. I can do that pretty easy. Or fuck this. Are we going? Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's we're still going. rolling. So he's been rolling this whole time. Shit! No one's supposed to know about my addiction to the needle. Well, now it's out there, my friend. You've well, been outed by yourself. Well, you heard it here first. Your boy's on the needle.
1: I am a cross stitcher now, and the shit is dope. I love it. I feel like, uh, remember in Demolition Man? They like did like uh, like rehabilitation on him, and Demolition Man comes out and like he's he's been trained professionally, and uh, I don't think you've ever seen knitting. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> he like comes out and he's like, "How do I know what a bobbin is?" Oh, <laughs> it's fucking dope. I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm Joe Biden. I like you was a bobbin. Anyhow, uh, like I said, we we got some stuff to talk about still yet, and we're gonna give it to you, baby. Of course this is TC's devils back after a short break. Uh, Jeremy had to use the can. Uh, and, you had to uh, go tinkle. I, I, I said, you know what? Let me get my hog out too, Daddy. <laughs>
0: and we did we that. Pete, we crossed dreams. Mm-mm. We crossed dreams. You can't be telling people that, dude. I'm a Christian. <laughs> You're God-fearing man.
1: Yep. We made it to the second half of the program, you can tell because I'm on my second pop.
0: There it is. Popped it. That's and how now, I know your Christian story checks out.
1: <laughs> I lean on Jesus and alcoholic drinks. Yep. Just as God, <laughs>
0: it, just as God intended.
1: Uh, let's talk some big talk, though, about... Uh, I'm going to need this pop for the next topic that I got lined up. World War motherfucking three on the brink, baby doll. Over what? Crimea? Oil. I don't know. Oil? <laughs> what is in... That fuck, what's the country that we're, uh, that the UN's like, hey, stay out of fucking, uh. Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah. Isn't that where Joe Biden got in fucking trouble with his son? Yeah. His cool ass son who loves the bitches?
0: They're like, hey, they didn't investigate me like they were asked to, so leave him alone, Russia.
1: Yeah, it's, I, I can't believe that, ironically, the fucking very country that Joe Biden was, had a mix up in. Damn near cost him a presidency. Son had a weird job there for a long time. We're fighting to protect it from Russia, or we will be soon. If not today, we don't really know what the fuck is going on there at all, do we? No,
0: we Other know than so the, little.
1: The Russians have apparently, according to the fake news and liberal media, amassed a huge armament of troops. Putin has said as much that he's going to go up in that bitch, basically, and told the French Prime Minister, "This is all for memory, ladies and gentlemen. So d- don't take all this as fact or fiction. Uh, it is uh, it is remembrance shrouded in
0: truth." Yeah. If if you haven't figured out by now that we have no idea what we're talking about, I'm just reciting. That's that on you. Yeah.
1: I just I'm reciting shit that I read. It may or may not be true, and it definitely is skewed by uh, agenda because it is news. Which is sad to say and also true. Don't fucking forget that. Um, So uh, Putin has said as much that, yeah, we have a small force and we have a small military compared to the U.N. And the U.N. would definitely crush us. But we got fucking some pretty sick nuclear capabilities. So fuck around and find out (laughs) is basically how he left it. And that was a huge thing that was not in the news enough, I feel like. And then another piece of that is uh, the the Chinese reaction to us trying to sell Taiwan uh, some missiles for defense because China is fucking with Taiwan, bro. They fucking want it to bend the fucking knee and come under the wing of their weird communist bullshit, uh, disappearing fucking tennis players and shit because they said that they got touched. And it's like, okay, hold on, China. I know that, like, we're trying to do a global thing here. And frankly, knock it the fuck off. You're killing Muslim people and rounding them up, putting them in camps, allegedly. This is all alleged. And fucking disappearing people for speaking out against fucking social wrongs and injustices in your communist beautiful country. I don't understand what the benefit of being so terrible to people is. You know what I mean? But uh, we recently tried to sell some missiles to Taiwan and China said as much as fuck around and find out what happens if you sell these missiles to Taiwan. We right now, I feel like are in more danger. Like I want to know what the do. Jeremy, can you look up the doomsday clock? Uh, The doomsday clock counts down to zero, and when it hits zero, we're supposed to be fucked. It's been at 15 minutes to midnight since forever, I believe, or 12 minutes, somewhere in there. We're going to find out. But (sighs) the prospect of another world war is terrifying we just finished the one where we started when i was in high school can't we just knock this shit off for a little bit maybe they don't need all that money maybe they should give that money to the fucking people maybe if we cut the defense budget in half we could fucking go to the doctor how about that does that sound all right to anyone especially with what's gone on over the past two years maybe we could fucking uh, figure out what the shit is going on Maybe we could pay some people that were actual scientists to go work at the fucking CDC. Some people that have an idea of what the fuck is going on. So that when I'm working from home and I sit there and I hear them say one thing on Monday and then on Tuesday they say exactly the fucking opposite of that, that tells me you know what the fuck is going on. That's like listening to this goddamn podcast. Okay? You're not getting the whole fucking truth. We're trying. Or are we? I don't know. You don't either. So fucking look it up for yourself, frankly, is what we should all have learned from this. Look it up. Look it up from more than one place. Read it. And if you give a fuck, that's something that won't be a daunting task for you. And quite frankly, we should be a little bit worried. Uh, It's an actual website. So uh, the Doomsday Clock is a symbol that represents the likelihood of a man-made global catastrophe. Scroll up. uh, uh, Go down. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Oh shit. Right up top. Yep. Doomsday clock statement, a 2022 clock statement, science and security board, the bulletin of atomic scientists. It is 100 seconds to midnight. I feel like this is very, very low. This is dangerously low. Um, uh, editor's note founded in 1945 by Albert Einstein and the University of Chicago scientists who helped develop the first atomic weapons the Manhattan Project the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists created the Doomsday Clock two years later using the imagery of apocalypse midnight and the contemporary idiom of nuclear explosion countdown to zero to convey threats to humanity and the planet the Doomsday Clock is set every year by the Bulletin Science and Security Board in consolation with its board of sponsors which include 11 Nobel Laureates the same the motherfuckers are calling up Joe Biden to have him forget the good ideas he gives them. Uh, the clock became a universally recognized indicator of the world's world's vulnerability to catastrophe from nuclear weapons, climate change, and disruptive te- disruptive technologies in other domains. To the leaders and citizens of the world, at doom's doorstep, it is 100 seconds to midnight. This is from January twentieth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, U.S. Uh, a couple paragraphs in. Relation, U.S. relations with Russia and China remain tense. Period, motherfucker. We are in huge trouble. Look around. Stop spending money and fucking. It's not worth anything. Nothing. I mean, at the end of the day, it wouldn't be being dead and be a lot better than being alive right now? It sounds all right. I've been toying with this idea though. Of this joke I've been working on about how uh, heaven. Is a great place for grandmas. You know what I mean? That's why everyone believes in heaven if you had a good grandma, I feel like. Because where else would your grandma go? But if I die and am a good person and go to heaven, my idea of heaven is way different than my grandma's idea of heaven. You know what I mean, Jeremy? Yeah. Like, I don't want my grandma to watch me ski down a cocaine mountain with Rick James. Frankly, I don't want to see my grandma getting dug out by howling wolf. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't sound like heaven to me. And that's definitely not heaven for her. So maybe just maybe. I'm going to hell.
0: That's cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All the bad bitches are now. Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, 100 seconds
1: to zero. We're in trouble,
0: man. My my grandmother's idea of heaven is like uh, where there's only winning scratch offs. <laughs> That's actually hell. Why? Haven't you ever seen that
1: Twilight Zone with the gambler? The, d- the gambler dies, and he fucking is like, "Oh, what am I gonna do?" He's like at this dope hotel. They're like, "Oh, you don't need to go anywhere. We got everything you need here." What do you want to do? He's like, "I'd like to play some pool." And every time he like hits the pool balls. Or he's like, I want to play cards. And he plays cards and he wins every hand. He's like winning big money. And the first day, it's dope. He's like, oh, this is great, blah, blah, blah. Then the next day, he goes and plays craps and he wins every time. He's like, oh, man, I'm doing so great. And then by the third day, he's like, okay, I win every time. They're like, yeah. Yeah.
0: You never lose. He's like, what the fuck? Twilight Zone doesn't know my grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, what the fuck? I I can't lose? What's the excitement in that?
1: If I know I'm going to win, it's not as fun.
0: That's true. So
1: he, like, hits the pool table and fucking, like, all the balls go in as soon as he fucking breaks. So he, like, never, he can't lose. And he's like, well, there's no rush anymore, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, he's like, what kind of heaven is this? And he's like, oh, Mr. Ripples, you're not in heaven. You're in hell. (laughs) (laughs) He's like surrounded by bitches and stuff. And he's like, no! (laughs) I don't like it, see? I want to play craps. Fucking the best show ever created, Twilight Zone. It's one of the first TV shows ever. They're still making it, to this day, revamped. They had a huge thing in the 80s, huge thing in the 90s. And it's back again in this motherfucker, just like Britney Spears, after she got released from her conservatorship.
0: Used to be, used, there used to be on the uh, Golden Ox Network a uh, podcast dedicated to the Twilight Zone, but no more. The Zone Zone. Yep.
1: Shout out to those guys. I like them.
0: Boo! Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they got they uh, killed off by the pandemic. Uh, were they feet guys? Um. No. Did
1: you know feet guys are out? I don't know what that means. Yeah, Jeremy, uh, you're never supposed to yuck anyone's yum, but in certain nomenclatures, respectfully, in certain groups, there's guys who are into some f- foot fetish stuff, you know what I mean? Oh. They like to see the feet, they want to see pictures of the toes, they want socks, they don't want panties. I don't understand that. I, and frankly, there's a uh, you're not the only person who doesn't get it. Now- Uncle Daddy and Father Nasty Fingers over here and knows a thing or two about suckling on some toesy woesies. Okay, I'm not above it. I'm not below it.
0: I'd rather lick a butthole.
1: I mean, if you're down there, you might as well lick it all. But frankly, <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not looking for feet. You know what I mean? So I'm, I wouldn't call myself a foot guy. I just it's uh, a woman's whole body is sexual to me. If I'm, I,
0: a, I'm a chin up guy. <laughs> that's disgusting. You're not
1: gonna, you're not it's, gonna. That's worse than if being ch- a foot guy. If your chin
0: are always chins up. What, is, what if
1: they ch- have one of those like royal chins where it's like, ah, uh, you know, like their chin <laughs> yeah. is like way down in their throat and shit? <laughs> <laughs> their neck is their throat. <laughs> it's one of them inbred bitches. You accidentally married your second cousin? I'm Mariah <laughs> My name's Holland. <Heather. laughs> I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden's fucking granddaughters
0: are some fucking dipping things, dude. I've never, I'm not familiar.
1: <laughs> Pull them up while I talk about this bullshit. All right. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the feet guys. So feet guys are fucking out, man. And I feel like there's been a whole turn on them against, from women, from dudes who are like, other guys, boob guys, ass guys, they've, they're all, everyone's pointing a finger at feet guys and saying, knock it off, this is weird and gross. And I thought, especially with the way that everything's going today and this, the wokeness of America, you don't yuck people's yums, I thought was the nomenclature. But apparently, these guys who I don't agree with, these feet people, they're on the up and up. We're going to keep fucking our eyes on that in the coming days of 2022, see what the fuck goes down. But frankly... Hey, just because I'm holding your legs up and then I try and put your feet in my mouth doesn't mean I'm into that. Anyway, a couple more topics left, Jeremy, and then I think we should probably fucking wrap her up. Oh, who's that? Oh, my. Oh, that's Joe Biden's fucking. Yeah. What's up? Look at those eyebrows. Thick. Oh, he kisses him on the mouth. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Naomi Biden. I Moan Biden.
0: Alright. I don't mean, getting, They we? look
1: a little young. Never mind. But they're be very
0: beautiful girls. Um Yeah, I feel like that was uh Is that are they how old are they? I don't know. I that's why I was like, ah I wanna know now.
1: We should I wanna know how old they are. <sighs> look it up for me, and then if it's terrible, I'll say and then retract. Uh Just like our next topic, Joe Rogan, ladies and gentlemen, the most famous podcaster and biggest news source on the planet Earth (laughs) is the motherfucker from Fear Factor, dude. I can't believe it. And frankly, uh, I wanted to write an article for the scene called What If Joe Rogan's Right? He's just a dude that has some questions about why we're giving vaccines to kids and why he should take it if he already got COVID, and now they're saying if you got COVID, you're good. I mean, he's just he's he has questions. Of course, everyone fucking hates him. Um, and at the end of the day, I feel like uh, with all the stuff that's been going on, the Neil Young stuff, the and I wanted to write that article before the N-word stuff happened, which is like, uh, oh hey. <laughs> Whew. N-word, come on, bro, what are you trying to get at here? And I feel like I heard those episodes, I heard some of that stuff in context, and it, as a as a black person, it wasn't Black History Month or anything, but I was like, hey, what the fuck, a little bit. But I feel like, Jeremy, stop me if this sounds crazy, the last time they were trying to take a fucking guy down this hard, they just shot him in the middle of Dealey Plaza, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's fucking intense, because... He's here's a guy who was bringing on the man who invented and patented the RMNA vaccine, and people are like, This is misinformation. Are you fucking kidding me? Take a look at yourselves. Just because you don't like a person who's like, and just because you don't like a person who's trying to tell you something that is different than what you've been hearing, which is backed by fucking science and brought on by questions that are genuine. Don't be a fucking asshole, alright? I hate to tell you, those people who are telling you that Joe Rogan's taking horse pills, they don't give a fuck about you. Joe Rogan, who was taking these alleged horse pills, he also doesn't give a fuck about you. But what he does care about is the truth, and I feel like there's something that, that we can all take away from that, even if he is... Being problematic is fine. And don't use the N-word. You know what I mean? That's not cool. That's definitely not cool. And one of my personal heroes as of late, since I read his book, You Can't Hurt Me, David Goggins, he had a little quote about it on his uh, Instagram about how what Joe Rogan said was fucked up, and he doesn't support that, but he also knows that uh, this is this looks like the same kind of shit where people are trying to like stifle opinions that are fucking valid because they are contrary and because motherfuckers don't want to get caught lying. You know what I mean? Maybe that's true, maybe it's not. Take take that and eat that in your motherfucking ass. Um, was gonna talk about the Olympics, but nobody gives a fuck about that. <clears throat> it's too cold to do Winter Olympics. Oh,
0: yeah!
1: God bless you. Born December 1993, there was a little dip named Imoan Biden. Bad as hell. And those are... Hunter Biden Whose kids are those Are those Hunter's kids Hunter Biden's kids Oh my god Hunter Biden has kids That's wild Beautiful Beautiful little dippers Anywho Jeremy what do you got For these motherfucking people
0: Uh, I got shows coming up Check Check me out on Instagram
1: Check Jeremy out on Instagram There you go What's your Instagram Say it out loud
0: G- G-H-E-R-A-M-Y underscore D-E-M-E-R-Y that's Jeremy, If that's too hard Jeremy underscore Demery that's too hard just go to at Gold Studio right? Yep yeah.
1: That's where we do this podcast and that you can find on Instagram and all social media at These Devils That's right at These Devils It wasn't taken uh, Shout out to us there You'll see updates of our bread brick locations That's where we go eat after the show uh, you'll see what the fuck we're up to. You'll see my upcoming shows. You'll see uh, upcoming shows for Wilson and his band, Occult. Uh, you can follow me at Drill Brass, And of course, like I said, the podcast is available everywhere you get your fucking podcasts and on Instagram at East Devils.
0: Man. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. The predictions for this year goes to shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll see, won't we? Anyway, thanks I, for listening.
0: I've given up on predicting anything anymore. Oh, shit, man. I
1: mean, hey. What's,
0: what's we, the point? We've
1: been getting shit thrown at us that nobody's seen coming. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, you know what to do. Fucking find us, follow us, love us, watch out for yourselves, keep your fucking big one in the britches and the little one off the dipstick. We'll see you next time. It's your boy, Ginger Brasswood, signing off. Wrong didi da